Hello, everyone. I am Laura Deirda, Editor-in-Chief with Becker's ASC Review. Thank you for tuning into Becker's Healthcare Podcast Series. Today, I'm pleased to be joined by two guests to discuss coming back from COVID-19, how resuming elective GI procedures brings new priorities for the healthcare community. Dr. Michael McMurtry is a Provation's Head of Medical Content and Informatics and has been with the company since 1999. Many gastroenterologists will recognize his name because he works elbow to elbow with them to build custom content and improve their documentation workflows. He is also Provation's hands-on resource for helping customers collect data for analytics, tracking quality, and academic research. Brandon Hoheisel is also joined uh, Provation in 1999 and has a variety of positions throughout his career, including client services and sales roles. He currently works closely with health systems, ASC management companies, and other healthcare market adjacent organizations on strategic growth initiatives as Provation's Director of Strategic Partnerships. Dr. McMurtry and Brandon, thank you for talking with us today. Thank you. Our pleasure. With that, let's jump into our first topic in our conversation today. Brandon, as Provation's Director of Strategic Partnerships, you work closely with many of the leading healthcare management companies. What are you hearing from them about resuming elective GI procedures? Well, what we're hearing and with our experience in the GI procedure documentation space is that we've seen uh, COVID has presented, obviously, many new challenges for our customers. Uh, examples of how to gain the patient's confidence to have a procedure performed. And then when you're onboarding the patient, how you can do it safely, uh, considering new protocols and, and requirements and simply just getting the patient in the door. Um, another challenge uh, in resuming elective procedures is managing a procedure backlog, sometimes with limited staff and resources. Now our customers are faced with these challenges and, and many others working to find safe and effective ways to, to bring patients and elective procedures back. Um, in an effort to bring the, the patients back, one thing that we've heard from our customers is they're using a new lens in looking at the procedure event. They're dissecting the procedure event into pre, interim, post-procedure workflows. And in response to COVID, um, they're analyzing these workflows and looking for new efficiencies, new ways to engage the patient, and new ways to eliminate manual processes. Also, in an effort to resume these elect elective GI procedures, our customers have really re uh, placed a renewed emphasis on electronic data capture, resulting in real-time and, and actionable data, and, and then focusing really on, with this data, exchanging and sharing the data uh, is of paramount importance. Now more than ever, providers and administrators rely on timely data for, for quality patient care. And finally, you know, through COVID and this challenging time, our customers have simply been resilient and continue to focus on the patient first. And uh, we're proud to partner with our customers uh, during this time and in, in delivering high quality patient care. Dr. McMurtry, on the other hand, you work closely with clinicians and academic institutions as the head of medical content and informatics at Provation. What have they been needing the most help with? Yes, uh, thank you. Yeah, it's really um, an seeing an increased need for reliable technology that supports efficient workflows for physicians. There's pressure to fit in more procedures without negatively impacting safety or quality of care. Also, um, there's an increased appreciation for queryable and reportable data 
everyone understands the importance of data-driven healthcare at a conceptual level, but we're seeing a, a, a real shift from nice to have to need to have. One example, probation structure data capture supports tracking quality of care and identifying areas, of, areas for improvement, such as anticoagulation status tracking. Also, there's been an increased importance um, on the detailed procedure notes themselves in order to provide critical communication with colleagues in support of the continuity of patient care. So this is really about timely and medically accurate high quality procedure note being finalized and sent electronically to the primary care physician or other referring physician immediately after the procedure. So this, in this time um, that we're in now, this has become even more important. Again, that critical communication, um, including photo documentation to convey critical information, also as an irrefutable clear record of findings and interventions. Um, we're finding our customers are further nurturing their relationship with these referring physicians with the information that they need, including the follow-up plan for the patient. Also, there's an increased focus on patient safety through proper documentation and reminders. Lastly, I, I will mention the probation's patient recall tracking reporting component um, has become exceedingly popular because it helps with rescheduling postponed procedures and ensuring that patients get the appropriate follow-up. Brandon, on the business side of things, what do you think are some of the keys to weathering the COVID storm? Well, to, to start, I will say there is some good news um, based on insights from our industry analyst partners. GI procedures top the list of those elective procedures, um, seeing the biggest comeback. And with that comeback, um, our advice for weathering the COVID storm would be, you know, number one, creating the best experience for the patient. Patients may be unsure or hesitant to return for a procedure. So again, number one, probably safety for patients and, and providers. Uh, and number two, planning for the best outcome, making every procedure count. Um, and this, this may include more emphasis on patient communication and patient engagement starting days before the procedure. And it may also have more emphasis on procedure preparation and planning together with the patient uh, in making the procedure the most effective and of the highest quality. Um, some additional advice for, for weathering the COVID storm is really to have an understanding of the patient population. Uh, critical care and preventative health needs may have been ignored by patients during COVID. So in turn, now providers may be faced with potentially sicker patients adding complexity to their care. Uh, finally, um, some of our new customers have made a recent decision to purchase probation uh, in part as an effort to weather the COVID storm. The general consensus from these customers is, is that uh, in response to COVID, they were looking for a solution to help them, number one, replace manual documentation processes with electronic documentation and charting. In turn, number two, having this electronic documentation and charting provides them the ability to capture structured data, as, as Dr. McMurtry spoke to. Um, this enables providers to effectively report on key patient quality and operational data. And number three, another response to COVID and in, in weathering the, the storm uh, was the customer was looking for a solution that would provide a flexible and reliable technology platform, really with a strong preference for a cloud solution. And finally, uh, in an effort to weather the COVID storm, customers were looking for a solution that supports data exchange and data interoperability, you know, truly you know, with the focus on getting data into the hands of providers at the right time. Dr. McMurtry, can you talk about the interoperability and its role in patient safety and 
the procedure note? Yeah, absolutely. Regarding interoperability, it is critically important for the technology to provide doctors and nurses the data they need at their fingertips so they can focus on patient care and not be searching for patient data in an electronic health record. These data include, for example, appropriate indication, problem list, medications, and allergies. This set of data and information conveys a wealth of information to the physician performing the procedure, enabling him to help manage that patient safely for sedation and the actual procedure components. Interoperability allows for availability and seamless flow of critical and accurate patient information from the electronic health record. And this is to help doctors manage, as I mentioned, manage patients safely, confirming the accuracy of critical patient data, instead of re-entering the same data multiple times between information technology systems. Having the data pre-populate the procedure note as well, that's a big time saver and it helps keep the, the providers focused on hands-on patient care. True interoperability also supports secure, immediate access to critical patient data on whatever device providers are using in real time. Access to the most current medical content and also compliant code and also the ability to generate a compliant coder ready procedure note that is ready to bill immediately. Dr. McMurtry, how do you think gastroenterology will evolve? Yeah, since endoscopy is an in-person test, the COVID pandemic to date has definitely had a, a temporary impact on procedure volumes. But cases are ramping up again and endoscopic procedures are being performed safely. I'm confident colonoscopy will remain critically important in the mainstay for the foreseeable future. Colonoscopy is the only diagnostic and therapeutic test for the entire colon. Providers will continue to recommend screening colonoscopies to preferred gold standard test for the prevention of colon cancer. Beyond colon cancer screening, such as for the symptomatic patient, a diagnostic colonoscopy is the only test to visualize and evaluate the entire colon. There's really no comparable alternative. Colonoscopy will also remain essential for surveillance of patients at high risk for colorectal cancer, such as those patients that have had a previous adenomatous polyp, and for helping to manage complex diseases such as ulcerative colitis and Crohn's. Other, other solutions, other um, possibilities include capsule endoscopy and CT colonography. These are not as effective as colonoscopy and still require bowel prep. And if a polyp is found, this still requires a colonoscopy. Other alternatives to endoscopy, non-invasive stool screening tests, such as FIT test and positive combined FIT DNA testing. These are still evolving as screening tests and are not, as and are not replacements for in-person colonoscopies. Dr. McMurtry, how is Provation planning to continue meeting GI needs? Yes, thank you. Provation will continue addressing the GI market's needs as we've done for the past 25 years. And this includes working and collaborating closely with our customers and also providing the regular software updates with new medical content and keeping the coding current and up to date. You know, medicine is always evolving and changing and so the software and the medical content and the application needs to stay current. And that's really one of our main focuses in supporting our customers. Along these lines, we will see further standardization and procedure terminology for, uh, to continue to support accurate communication among providers and supporting structured data capture, which is, cap which is essential to clinical research. So generating the procedure note also supports that data capture. And really the procedure note conveys 
critical information to a provider's colleagues, and as I mentioned before, the referring doctor, so they can continue to support that continuity of care and understand what was done and what the, what the recommended patient care plan is all about. Healthcare IT is also moving to cloud technology to empower providers with secure access anytime, anywhere from any device. Cloud technology is being used to enhance user interaction with technology such as machine learning and menu predictions, driving smart anticipatory navigation and procedure documentation. Really like the software is reading the provider's mind and understanding what they're looking for and what they want to document. And this machine learning is based on the individual provider as well as the population providers using the technology. So it's a really exciting development. Cloud technology also allows for further innovation such as the development of artificial intelligence, in other words, AI algorithms. Artificial intelligence, to me, that's really exciting, um, and, it's, and it's really here now. There's clinical trials involving different aspects of AI. The AI will be used to identify, for example, used to identify lesions to biopsy remove real time. This AI is, as I mentioned, real-time imaging feedback to the provider, to the gastroenterologist to enhance their visualization and workflow. Also including concurrent documentation of endoscopic findings, interventions, and, and devices in the procedure note. Also providing real-time tracking and immediate feedback of quality indicators. AI technology using powerful computing is also has the potential to sift through large amounts of data in the medical record to predict optimal and individualized patient care treatment plans. So I think it's really an exciting time um, in that, with that regard, with, due to innovation and these developments. So thank you. Thank you, Dr. McMurtry and Brandon, for your time and thought-provoking responses today. We also want to thank our podcast sponsor, Provation. More information on Provation in today's conversation can be found on probationmedical.com. You can tune into more podcasts from Becker's Healthcare by visiting our podcast page at beckershospitalreview.com.